Hello and welcome to the Enjoy Church podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope this message empowers, equips, and helps you become everything God has called you to be. Enjoy the message. We're going to have a great day. You know, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. How many of you are ready today to receive something in God before you go home? A fresh anointing for the year that lies ahead. I was in two minds as to whether just to basically go straight to the anointing part, because I know that's why many of you are here. You're, how many of you had a really late night? Really late? I said, I went to bed at 10.30. 10.30. I reckon at 10.32, they started shooting rockets over our house. And then at 10.48, they were doing the same thing. At 11.15, they were doing the same thing. How many of you know it's not good when you just go into a sleep and then boom, boom. You're thinking, where the heck am I? And then you wake up and you shake. So, so you're just in and then you're out. You're just in then you're out. Well, at about quarter to three, I said good night. As in it just uh, so here's the thing. So I haven't had much sleep, you haven't had much sleep. But here's the deal. If you go to sleep in this service, I'm gonna come, I've got bottles of oil, I'm gonna come and pour, I'm gonna oil you up, you know what I'm saying? You'll be having oil dripping off you until Jesus comes back. You'll be like oily person. Why don't you turn to the person beside you and say, You're not oily, but give them a big high five in Jesus' name. We're gonna come around the word. Praise God. Thank you, worship team. You guys are awesome. All right, so we're going we're gonna to speak really quick. Is that all right? Because I know you want to be anointed. Everyone say anointed. Everyone say anointed. How many of you are ready to be anointed? How many of you need to be anointed? How many of you think the person beside you needs to be anointed? We need to be anointed. So, so my thought was, do I go straight there? But then I thought, no, 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 no. Because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the... Hearing by the... That's right. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So you've got to lay a foundation of the Word that it might be heard. Word, heard, anyway. You've got to lay a foundation of the Word that it might be heard, that it might somehow or other in here shift into a realm of faith that when you get prayed for, here's the thing, when you get prayed for, when you're anointed at the end of this service, get ready to receive a fresh anointing from the Spirit of God. All right, that's, you're not listening real well now. Get ready to receive a fresh anointing from the Spirit of God. All right, you're listening better now. Praise God. So let's jump straight in. As we get ready for 2023, how many of you know we are here? How many of you have arrived? How many of you are still coming? No, we're here. As we get ready for 2023 and all that God's got for us this year, how many of you would say in your heart for you, what, what, what you're looking for is all the freedom all of the freedom and all of the life that Christ has got for you. Give me a wave, that's you. All right. How many of you know if that's you, you're in the right place? Because that's what the anointing is all about, that you might move into all of the freedom and all of the life that God has got for you. We are anointed by Christ that we might be released into all freedom to enjoy all the life that Christ has for us. In Isaiah chapter 10, verse 27, how many of you love the book of Izzy? I've just gone back there just actually last week and I'm like, man, I love this book. But anyway, I'll leave that for another day. It shall come to pass in that day that his burden will be taken away from your shoulder and his yoke from your neck and the yoke will be destroyed because of the anointing oil. The yoke will be destroyed. Now, some of you are like, are you yoking? No, I'm not yoking. I'm speaking the truth. All right. The yoke is going to be destroyed that which is holding you back is going to be destroyed. That which is steering you in the wrong direction is going to be destroyed because of the anointing oil. 
Church, it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. What is it that breaks the yoke? The anointing breaks the yoke. I love the way the New American Standard Bible concludes this verse. It says, the yoke will be broken because of fatness. Everyone say fatness. How many of you think they should spell fatness, P-H-A-T? Not, you know what I'm saying? Just make it a bit cooler. Because of fatness. Everyone say fatness. How many, how, many, how many of you, as you step into 2023, you are believing to get a little slimmer, a little trimmer, a little more toned up than you've ever been? You know what I'm saying? But can I say to you, as you come into the house of God today, maybe not, maybe not physically, but spiritually, the Lord wants you to be the fattest you've ever been. The fattest. You're like, are you for real? Absolutely, I'm for real. P-H-A-T. We'll go that way. He wants you to get fat in the spirit and in the blessing and the favour and the goodness of God. He wants you to be carrying weight. He wants you to be healthy. He wants you to be alive. And everybody said, amen. amen. That he would, he would want to anoint. Can I encourage you today? He wants, he wants to anoint you. He wants the anointing to come upon your life and to increase and increase and increase and increase and increase to the point where it breaks the yokes and it breaks the bondages and the lies that have held you and me in captivity. How many of you have been held in captivity at times by lies, bondage, deception, whatever it may be? Friends, God wants to fill you to the point where these things are broken off of our life. So as we step into this anointing service today, how many of you are actually desperate to have God move in your life in 2023? I don't know about you, I need God to move. I need God to move in me. I need God to move in my marriage, in my family. I need God to move and enjoy church. I need everywhere I put my foot, I need God to move. I'm not just looking to step out another year. I'm looking for a move of God. I need God's Spirit upon me. I need His anointing upon me. I need God. How many of you really want to see increased anointing? You have an anointing from the Holy One. That's what the Scripture says. But how many of you want to see an increased anointing in 2023? That your life would overflow. Get ready for an overflow now. That your life would overflow with the fatness and goodness of Christ and His kingdom. Well, if that's you today, you're like, Shane, that's me. Tick it all, tick it all. I want it all. Tick, 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 tick. Like when you go buy a new car and it's got all the extras there. Tick, 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 tick. I want everything in the kingdom of God. Tick, 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 tick. All the fatness. Tick, 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 tick. All the promises. Tick, tick, tick. Anybody else or is it just me? All right, so if that's you and you want to see this increased anointing, I have one word for you. Everyone ready for the word? The word is truth. Truth. Everyone say truth. Turn to the person beside you and say, true dad. True dad. Truth. John chapter 8, verse 32. And you will know the truth. And you will know. And you will know the truth. You will know the You will know the truth and the shall set you. How many of you want freedom? Can I encourage you? You get freedom through knowing the truth. You shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. Church, it's the truth and the truth alone that has the power to break the yokes and burdens of sin and deception that have kept us poor and skinny. You are not meant to be poor and skinny. God wants you to be prosperous and fat. (laughs) Hashtag that. What's enjoyed doing this year? We're going to get. <laughs> it's the truth and the truth alone that has the power to cause us to grow fat 
in our walk with God and enjoy all the fullness of the life that God has already purchased for us at Calvary. He's not yet to purchase that. It is done, dusted, it is finished. In John chapter 14, verse 6, Jesus said to him, I am the way, the... <laughs> yeah. Praise God, you guys right here are doing awesome. Some of you got... Anyway, move right along. Jesus says, I am the way, the... The truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So the way to the Father is through... Truth, amen. Jesus, that's right. How many of you know Jesus is truth? Because he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So we can go either or, praise God, I'm okay with that. The way to the Father is through Jesus. Now, I'm old-fashioned. I still believe there's only one way to the Father. Oh, hallelujah, that's good preaching. It is, you know it is. There's only one way, there's only one name by which man must be saved. And it is the name Jesus Christ. That's it. So, so, you can all come. Everybody can come. Come, drink. All you that are thirsty, all you that are hungry, come. But there's only one name. And his name is Jesus. Jesus. So the way to the Father is through Jesus. And it's Jesus who says and tells us plainly here that he is the truth. The truth. He doesn't say, I am truth even though the I am would work, wouldn't it? But he doesn't say, I am truth. He doesn't say, uh, he doesn't say I am a truth. No, no, no. He says, I am the truth, the truth. And the reason he says the truth is because he knew that a time would come in the future where the enemy, the thief, the father of lies would try to trick and deceive, even if it was possible, God's elect to bind into the apple of 50 shades of truth. Fifty shades of truth. You know, we all know we live in a world that just wants to take truth and make it whatever we want it to be. You know, there's, there's all sorts of sayings out there that, that, that just that try to take the truth of God's Word and make it something that it was never meant to be. And they sound so right to the world, but how many of you know they're not right in the kingdom of God? They're not right in the Word of God. They don't line up. They don't stack up. And we need to be able to refute that which isn't true. We need to know the Word of God. Can I encourage you, brothers and sisters, in this year, be in the Word of God. If you do not know the truth, you will not be set free. If we will get into the Word of Truth, if we'll get into the Word of God, then we can build our lives upon rock. And how many of you know, when the storms come, we will stand. We're going to stand because we know the truth. We have to know the truth. Got to move away from these 50 shades of truth. One of the reasons that some, and I say some, aren't necessarily living in all the fullness of God, in the fat of the kingdom and enjoying the promises of God, isn't because they reject truth outright. That's not where it's at. It's not just because they're saying no to truth, but rather it's because they're embracing 50 shades of truth rather than being diligent in seeking out the truth. At the end of the day, there's only truth, the truth. There's not shades of truth. Shades of truth will get you in trouble. Shades of truth ain't gonna work. Shades of truth is gonna let you down. Now the question may well be asked, well, why would people do that? Why, 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 why wouldn't they just go after the truth? Why would they embrace 50 shades of truth? The reason many choose the shades of truth over the truth is simply because it's easier to live with convenience and compromise than it is to live with commandments. 
You know it's true. Thank you for the eight of you that are clapping and are excited about the Word of God today. How many of you know it's true that it's easier? Just a little bit of compromise on my side. A little bit of convenience on my side. But how many of you know we're not lived, called to live by convenience and compromise? We're called to live according to God's Word, His commands. You're getting excited now, I can tell. How many of you know this applies to us all? In Matthew chapter 19, verse 16, someone came. I always like it when there's a someone. You'd reckon, you'd reckon they'll be like, I had my moment to be recorded in the Word of God and I didn't tell my name. It's like, oh, missed opportunity right there. Someone, Harry, came to Jesus with this question. Teacher, what good things must I do to have eternal life? It's a fair question. Why ask me about what is good, Jesus replied. Only God is good. But to answer your question, you can receive eternal life if you keep the commandments. All right, which ones? All right, we've got a bit of dialogue, a bit of conversation. I can imagine Harry's got a latte in his hand and just trying to work it out. Probably had a pair of shoes on with no socks because that was the trend back then as well. <laughs> which ones, the man asked, and Jesus replied, do not murder. Kids, listen to me. This is the word of God, do not murder. Hey, kids, do you know when you speak really badly towards your brothers and sisters, it's not good. It's not good when you say horrible things about them. It's not good. We don't want to be that. We don't want to do that. Do not murder. Do not commit adultery. Ask your parents about that one when you go home. <laughs> do not steal. Do not steal. You don't want to be stealing, everybody said. Amen. Amen. Do not testify falsely. <laughs> Honor your father and your mother, and all the parents said to the kids, Amen. Amen. Love your neighbor as yourself. Now, as all this is going on, this, this young guy, this someone, is like, yes, I've arrived. I've obeyed all these commandments. He's like, boom, look at this. I'm doing real well. The young man replied, but unfortunately, he doesn't know when to stop. <laughs> How many of you just doesn't know when to, that's enough. Zip it now. No, 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 he doesn't. The young man replied, what else must I do? He shouldn't have asked the question. How many of you know you're not responsible for that which you don't know? But then when you ask and you get told, how many of you know, how many of you know Jesus, when he speaks, is, it's not suggestion world. It's like, how many of you know we, we're not meant to submit our lives to the great suggestions? But it's the commandments that God wants to, it's the spirit of it, it's the heart of it, it's the word of God that God would have us lean in. So he says, what else must I do? Jesus told him, if you want to be perfect, go and sell all you have and give the money to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. But when the young man, poor Harry, heard this, he went sadly away because he had many possessions. All right, now we're getting the wake up call. Why did I ask? Why did I have to hear that? Now I know it. What am I going to do with it? Then Jesus said to his disciples, I'll tell you the truth. It is very hard for a rich person to get into the kingdom of heaven. I say it again, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. <clears throat> God. The disciples were astounded. Then who, who in the world can be saved, they asked. Jesus looked at them intently. He looked at them intently and said, humanly speaking, it's impossible. 
But with God, but with the truth, everything is possible. So the truth is what, what will get you into the kingdom of God. We want to know, how, how do we get into the kingdom of God? That's what this man came. It's the truth that will get you into the kingdom of God. And, and it's the truth. The truth is what will get the kingdom of God into you. So the truth is going to get you into the kingdom, but the truth also gets the kingdom into you. That you might live a life that is pleasing to God. Shades of truth, partial truth, truth that isn't founded and grounded in Christ will always leave you lacking, skinny, and disappointed. How many of you have ever been left, left lacking, skinny, disappointed? Anybody? Only four of you. Man, you guys are good. You got a life. In fact, why don't you all come up and speak? I'm going to come down here now. I'll come down. You can teach me. Teach me, please. Maybe if you've got to the end of this year and you're feeling a little disappointed, last year, feeling a little disappointed, feeling like there's lack all around and you're skinny inside, not just, I'm not talking about, but in here you're skinny. Could it be that maybe we've embraced some shades of truth rather than truth itself, the truth? Could it be that maybe now's a great time to, okay, I, I, if, that, if that's where it's at, then maybe, maybe I need an anointing that's going to help me to be able to, to discern what is true and what is false, what is God and what is man. Huh. In fact, this is what will happen. There's no doubt about it. When we do this, it's going gonna, it's gonna to cause us to be separated from God and all that he's got for us. That's what I sort of hate about when I, when I hear people speaking what I would probably call gobbledygook. Sometimes it's just fluff. You know what I'm talking about. With the blah, 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 blah. And it sounds so spiritual, but it's so far from God. Friends, when, when this happens, the result is always negative. Negative all the way around, negative in the life, negative in the relationships, negative in family, negative in the workplace. It's always negative. You can't have one foot in, one foot out. We don't, we're, not, we're not called to follow or be on the way to uh, a truth or truth, but it's the truth, which is Jesus. And when we elevate Jesus to his rightful place in our life, how many of you know it's then that divine order will start to come about in our life? But we have to elevate him to where he needs to be. Whether we like it or not, the truth will always divide and separate. Always. It's like, it's like, I love it and I hate it all at the same time. Because sometimes I lose, or I feel like I'm losing because the word is separating. But that's what the word will do. It does it in our lives. It does it in our relationships, whatever it may be. The word is going to divide and separate. In John chapter 6, verse 60, it says, Even his disciples said, this is very hard to understand. How can anyone accept it? I feel like this verse was written for me right on the back of what I've been talking about because I don't think some of us want to accept it. We don't want to lose. We just want wins, wins. But how many of you know in the kingdom of God, sometimes you've got to take a step back to take 10 steps forward. Sometimes you've got to realize what real truth is that you might embrace it. Huh. Jesus knew within himself that his disciples were complaining. So he said to them, does this offend you? I, I like Jesus. How many of you love Jesus? He's like, he's not too concerned about losing disciples along the way. 
It's, it's, not, it's not about whether I keep them or lose them because he knows what the Father gives him he's going to keep. It's going to be okay. He won't lose any of the Father keeps. But how many of you know there's always, there's always a crowd that's going to get sifted? It's not my, it's not my uh, role or position to work out who is in the crowd, who needs to stay, who needs to go. But what it is my role to do is present word and truth that people make, might make decisions that might benefit their life and cause them to become more like Jesus. That's what we're called to do. Does this offend you? Then what will you think if you see me, the Son of Man, return to heaven again? It is the Spirit who gives eternal life. Human effort accomplishes nothing. And the very words I've spoken to you are spirit and life. But some of you don't believe me. For Jesus knew from the beginning who didn't believe, and he knew who would betray him. Then he said, that is what I meant when I said that people can't come to me unless the Father brings them to me. At this point, many of his disciples turned away and deserted him. It's like, he, he wouldn't do very well in, at Bible college these days because like, that is not church, good church growth policy, you know what I'm saying? Saying things which are going to offend people and cause them to leave. But how many of you know, they were probably never with him, so that was why he could lose them because they hadn't determined in their heart, I, I want to be on the way, the truth, and the life. They're still working it out, and then they make their choice. But how many of you know, for those who want truth, Jesus is still available. For those who want truth, Jesus is still there. And not everybody left. Then Jesus turned to the 12. They're still here. Jesus knew who his boys were, well, most of them, and even the one that wasn't, he knew as well. Then Jesus turned to the 12 and asked, are you going to leave too? Simon Peter replied, how many of you know, how many of you know we all need a Simon in our world? As in you ask a question, everyone looks at you. We all need a Simon. It's just going to put it out there. Simon Peter replied, Lord, to whom would we go? You alone have the words that give eternal life. We believe them and we know, we know you are the Holy One of God. So my prayer for you today, brothers and sisters, is we anoint you with oil is simply that you'd have eyes to see shades of truth. That's what I'm praying. As we anoint you, as you come into 2023, my prayer, and for all those that are watching online, my prayer for you also, and if you've got oil there, anoint yourself with oil. As in my prayer for you is that you would have eyes to see shades of truth. You'd have ears to hear partial truth and wisdom to seek out the truth. How many of you know you've got to feed yourself? Feed yourself. There's going back 10 years, I don't know, 15 years. Sometimes people come in and they say, oh, I need to go somewhere I'm going to get fed. And I'm like, that's because you're a baby. You little baby. How many, how many of you have got a Bible? Well, feed yourself for goodness sake. <laughs> you can do it. Just open it up. Blow the, blow the dust off it. Open it up, the cobwebs and the spiders will run away. Get back into the Word. Feed yourself. Because if you open the Word and you read, Jesus is going to speak to you. Jesus is going to reveal truth to you. Jesus is going to start dropping truth bombs into your life. Thank you very much. I'm trying. We all had a late night last night, didn't we? Acts chapter 2, verse 17. In the last days, why did all the worship team come? In the last days, I don't know, you know, during COVID, it's like, oh, it's the last days. We're getting closer to the end than ever. We all agree with that. 
how close we are, I'm not too sure, but I know we're in these days. In the last days, God said, I will pour out, pour out my spirit upon all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Everyone say prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Everyone say visions. And your old men will dream dreams. Everyone say dreams. All right. Prophecy, visions, dreams. In those days, I will pour out my spirit upon all my servants, men and women alike, and they will prophesy. Now, now prophecy is all about God's spoken truth. It's coming out. It's His Word. He speaks it. Revelation 19.10 says, Worship God for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. The book of Revelation is the last book in the Bible. It's book number 66 for all the kids that are in the house. 66th book in the Bible. Huh. The word revelation refers to revealing or making known of something, the making known of something that, that, that wasn't previously known. But from the book of Genesis all the way through, which is the first book of the Bible, all the way through to Revelation, which is the 66th book of the Bible, there's no doubt about it, the prophetic has always pointed to Jesus. Truth will always point you to Jesus. That's why we need to be in truth, in Christ, all the time. We need to know the Word. We need to be in the Word. It's all the, all the Word. 66 books, they all point to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. They all point to Jesus. Some were pointing to His coming. Others are pointing back and forward. And, and it's like, but, but we need to understand that the, these books are here and prophetically, they all point to Jesus because before the beginning of time, since since since. Since God, how, and you're like, how long is that? We can't get our head around how long that is. Before the beginning of time in this world as we know it, Jesus was always the truth that would come and lead us back into relationship with the Father and into the fullness of life. In John chapter 16, from verse 13, it says, However, when He, the Spirit of truth, has come, He will guide you into all truth. Everyone say, All truth. How many of you want all truth? Praise God. Quarter of you, that's great. How many of you want all truth? You're like, man, you don't let us get away with anything around here. How, how desperate would you be to gain all truth? How hungry are you for all truth? How, how much do you want truth? Because it's a truth that will set you free. Huh. He will guide you into all truth, for He will not speak of it on His own authority. But whatever He hears, He will speak, and He will tell you, he will tell you things to come. Now, now we're stepping into truth. Now we're stepping into wisdom. Now we're stepping into the prophetic. He will glorify me, and He will take of what is mine and declare it to you. I like this. I like this. Now I'm in the presence of God, and the Holy Spirit's taking things from the Father and the Son and bringing them to us and revealing that uh, the shackles might come off, that the yokes that have held us down might be broken off. Huh. All things that the Father has in mind, therefore I said that He will take of mine and declare it to you. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. So I say, 2023, no more 
to shades of truth. Hunger for truth. Hunger for Jesus. Hunger for truth. Hunger for God. Hunger for truth. Partake of His Word. Hunger for truth. Dwell with the body of Christ. Hunger for truth. Get yourself a bunch of friends, you know, get into a friendship group and like iron sharpening iron. So you know what I like about iron sharpening iron? There's going to be, there's going to be sparks. There's going to be friction. Sometimes people want to go to a friendship group where it's all just beautiful and we all feel nice together. How many of you know that's not friendship group? That's the, well, I was going to say it's the Kardashians, but it's probably not them either because they hate each other, don't they? I need to watch that show before I talk about it, probably. Friends. It's a show, Friends. I want to be a friend, but I don't want to be those friends. I want to be a friend indeed that'll hear, that'll love, that'll speak truth in love. No more 50 shades of truth. Let's seek the truth. Let the anointing oil flow. I believe we've got about 20 or so people that are going to be praying today. I'm going to ask at this time, if they can all come forward, we want to anoint you with oil. Then what we're going to do is we're going to anoint every person in the room that wants to be anointed with oil. We're going to anoint you. My prayer today, as I've already said, is that you might have eyes to see, eyes to see, ears to hear, and wisdom to pursue. We don't want shades of truth. We don't want partial truth. We want truth that's founded and grounded in the Word of God. Because that you can build your life upon. That will change your life. I'll set you up for the most glorious year. Welcome home. I'll set you up for great days. That the generations coming after you might be singing, Holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Holy, holy. Truth. I pray as we anoint you today that you'd have eyes to see, ears to hear, wisdom to pursue.